Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Nuggets Nation, where you'll find the most up-to-date news, stories, and information about the Denver Nuggets and their organization. Brought to you by your host, Ethan Hinschel. Hey everyone, back with episode four of Nuggets Nation. This is your host, Ethan Henschel, and I'm here to bring you guys a recap of games one, two, and three. Not only that, I'm here to talk about what players stood out and where the Nuggets go from here with two preseason games remaining in their schedule before opening night a week from today. Really exciting, and let's just dive straight in. So game one, Nuggets had almost their entire starting five playing. Michael Porter Jr. has been out so far this preseason with a sprained ankle hopefully he can see some action this preseason to just get a little rust worn off before the regular season starts if not however I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world because he did play with the starting four last year he's a very talented player and his rust will probably wear off very quickly on the other hand Christian Braun also has yet to see the floor this preseason and he also Ideally, could play one of the two remaining games, but again, he did play in the rotation last year, but for me personally, I do think it's a bit of a bummer that we haven't seen Christian Braun play, just because he's going to be a second-year player this year, and the preseason is a time for guys when the games and the stakes are rather low, and the games don't count towards the standings, where guys can experiment with some things they've been working on all throughout the preseason, and unfortunately, he can't because he's yet to play. And not only that, but guys are less inclined to experiment and work on what they've done in the offseason during the regular season because the games count and the Nuggets are aiming for back-to-back NBA championships. So it's a bit of a bummer there, but I don't have any doubts that Christian Braun, when he returns, will be impactful for this team, whether that's game one against the Lakers or a few games after that. But it doesn't seem like their injuries are ultra serious. I did recognize that Dave Aldman, the Nuggets' interim coach right now while Michael Malone is taking some time off because his father recently passed away. So sending my condolences to Michael Malone and really just the entire Nuggets organization and staff. Just it's a big loss. So sorry for that. But from there though, Dave Aldman did say that 
Hopefully, Christian Braun and Michael Porter, best case scenario, can play game five of the preseason. So that is this Thursday. So not tonight. So tonight is game four of the preseason against the Los Angeles Lakers. Game five is Thursday again in LA against the Los Angeles Clippers. So he said best case scenario, they can play then. So hopefully they can play. I don't know if it's trending towards that. I think we're going to see really quickly in the next 24 to 48 hours where they kind of fall. But I just wanted to briefly talk about them because they are two key pieces that the Nuggets have yet to see this preseason. But now let's dive into game one and the players that stood out to me. So game one, the Nuggets starting lineup was Jamal Murray, Contavious Codwell, Pope, Justin Holiday, one of their new acquisitions this offseason, Aaron Gordon, and Nikola Jokic. So the same group, just minus Michael Porter and Justin Holiday instead. I thought they played really well. Yeah, they played well. Um, not many too, There weren't many things that stood out about the Nuggets in terms of their starting five. I'd say Jokic maybe had one possession of Russ. The, one of his first possessions of the game, he lost the handle on the ball and resulted in a turnover. But beyond that, Jokic looked really good. Um, they, they look good as a team. They looked as if they've been playing with each other for a few years. They have. Um, and on top of that, just... They looked like a cohesive unit, and Justin Holiday blended in pretty well. Obviously, the loss, not the loss, but the missing piece of Michael Porter not being in the lineup for sure showed the Nuggets offense. The spacing wasn't necessarily as good, and they also lacked a great shooting option from three and just the mid-range as well. So they lacked some there, but again, not too worried about it because Michael Porter is expected to be back rather soon. And then in terms of like, bench which is more kind of like what us fans and people who are looking at the nuggets this season are interested in because they know they have a solidified starting five plus uh six man in christian braun and the other four spots in that second rotation are left to be determined like michael malone and dave aldman have echoed throughout this preseason and even before that the it's going to be earned minutes are not just going to be given so on that note guys that stood out to me Julian Strother, number one, I think if you've been watching any Nuggets basketball in this preseason, regardless of whatever game it was, Julian Strother has stood out. He has played really well. Um, there's no doubting that. It's not that he's even shooting the ball well, which he is doing at a really high clip. It's that, to me, what's so valuable about him is that he's moving off the ball really well. If you watch him, whether it regardless again what game it is he's moving really well off the ball and that's a really good sign for player development because it's kind of not like easy when you have the ball in your hands but when the ball in your hands you're looking to do a few things score or create playmaking to score so but when you're off the ball it is really important especially with the team that the Nuggets have with Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic two of the league's better passers that you can create space for the two of them to pass you the ball and make shots and Julian Strother did exactly that sometimes it takes guys a bit of a transition period when they get to the NBA to like move well without the ball it's a really hard skill and thing to be good at so he was and just in his first game he wasn't playing more than really 25 24 25 minutes a night so the first game I'll read through a stat line, but I want to dive a little bit deeper because the stat line does not tell all about the player or their game. So he played 21 minutes. He shot 8 of 12 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3, didn't attempt any free throws, had 5 rebounds, 3 assists, he had 1 foul, and he had 20 points. So a really impressive game for someone who also didn't really play that well in the summer league. 
Granted, it takes time for guys to acclimate into the league and to grow. Like I've mentioned before, it's not the NBA often rushes guys and organizations rush guys. Fortunately, the Nuggets, they don't need to rush their rookies because they already have a solidified starting five. So the role that these rookies can play this season is going to be limited and it's going to be a very specific role. So I think that really helps Julian a lot there. Second thing is, Another thing that really caught my eye was he has a really good hand on the ball, but with that, he was really smart and he wasn't putting careless passes or he was playing well and he was creating offense for the team. So that was really important. And then the third thing is a lack of turnovers. You don't want the guy who's handling the ball in your offense, whether it's your first or second unit, to be turning the ball over. That gives the other team chances to score most often transition when it's easier to score they can push it in transition oftentimes teams will hit a three if you can't get back into your defensive set and get into a quick rotation to guard it so that to me has been really impressive so and then Julian's second game he played 20 minutes he shot five of nine from the field four of eight from three attempted two free throws made both had zero rebounds zero assists one block two fouls and 16 points so again he had a good game we're not just focused on the amount of points he scored. We're focused on the value he brought to that second unit, and he brought a lot. He looked like he was leading guys. He looked confident out there. And to me, that's one of the most important things. When rookies look confident, good play will often follow. When when you see guys doubting themselves or hesitating to shoot the ball, you don't want that. As a team and a coaching staff, the Nuggets want Julian Strother to be able to comfortably shoot the ball. When he gets it, he's a wonderful shooter, and they need him to score. So finally, going into his third game, most recent Sunday, this is the game where I believe he had his best game so far this preseason. He had 25 minutes. He shot 8 of 15 from the field, 4 of 9 from 3, 4 attempts from the free throw line, made 3, 1 rebound, 1 block, and 1 turnover with 23 points. So if you've noticed, he's played 3 games. He's played 60 six minutes, and he has one turnover. That is really impressive numbers for a guy who's been handling the ball a lot. Not only that, in 66 minutes, he has also scored 59 points. That's really good. He's almost averaging a point a minute, which is a really impressive number. And here's the thing. This is not to say, this is not to say that he's going to have wonderful, great success this season, the second the season starts. However, if you can't do it in the preseason, like the Nuggets announcers alluded to this previous Sunday, Odds are you can't really do it in the regular season. So the fact that Julian Strother is playing really well in the preseason demonstrates that he can play well in the season when it counts. So that's really important. And if the Nuggets can have a score like Julian Strother come off their bench to lead that second unit with the defense of Christian Braun and Peyton Watson, that is tremendous. All right. So now I talked a bit about him, Julian Strother. I want to mention a few other players that Nuggets fans are probably curious about. All right, Peyton Watson, Hunter Tyson, Justin Holiday, Reggie Jackson, Najee, Jalen Pickett, if I didn't mention him already. So let's start first with Peyton Watson. Peyton Watson's been solid. Um, there's aspects of his game that I like. He put on 20 pounds of muscle this offseason, so I think that will pay dividends in terms of just how he'll play throughout the season because I don't think his body will run down as quickly. It's a long 82-game season in the Nuggets Ideally, use Peyton Watson in their second unit for his defense and for his offensive upside, potentially. Where Peyton Watson's strengths lie are his offense in terms of driving to the basket. He's strong. He's got good upper body strength. 
at times he can look a little out of control and lost, but when he's in control and can get a clear lane to the basket, even just beating a guy one-on-one, I think he's looked impressive. He's strong. He can rebound the ball well. I think his defense has been apparent. Um, I think he can be a really nice perimeter defender for the Nuggets on that second unit. He can provide a nice spark, I think, which is a role that they could be looking for and that might not be as often thought about, but it's undervalued, a nice spark off the bench. So you'd have Christian Braun, good at defense. You'd have Peyton Watson, good at defense. And Julian Strother even mentioned it, just to go back to him quickly, that he knows that the Nuggets have plenty of offense, but for him to crack the rotation and play good minutes, he's got to focus on the defensive end because that's where his contributions are going to be not most important, but he can't be a liability on the defensive end. And I don't think he has been, but I think there's plenty of room to grow there. And I'm glad he recognizes it for a rookie. That's so important. And on top of that, there's been stories that Jamal Murray has taken Julian under his wing and just really talked to him about how the Nuggets like to run their offense. When Jokic sets picks here, how you like to come off it. Where does he like the ball when he throw it back into the lane for a pass? If he's kicking it back out, where does he like it? And just all these small things that a lot of rookies don't necessarily get and that the Nuggets with such a great core group of guys and such great leadership from Murray, Gordon, Porter, and Jokic that they can teach these young guys things that other young guys don't get taught. So that's a wonderful thing. From there, from Peyton Watson, Hunter Tyson. I think Hunter Tyson in these first few games has struggled a little bit. Um, granted, he's a rookie. It's going to take some time. Uh and he might not see the floor right away. I think he shot the ball all right, pretty well in some games. More for me, once again, focusing on the defensive side of things for him. I think he could work on the boxing out and on the rebounding specifically. Not to say he's a bad rebounder, but the guys are bigger. The guys are stronger in the NBA. And he just looks like he's a little outclassed when it comes to rebounding and boxing out specifically. There were a few times in games two and three against the Chicago Bulls, respectively, where Andre Drummond, who's one of the biggest guys in the NBA, just bodied him. And I'm not to say Andre Drummond wouldn't body a lot of guys because he would, but I do think it's an area where Hunter Tyson could work on if he wants to crack that second rotation. So from there, Jalen Pickett, I think he's played some minutes, not a ton, and I think his role is a little bit left to be determined. It seems more like Reggie Jackson's going to get that other guard spot next to Christian Braun. So I don't know if he's going to crack the rotation right away. He might, but I think it'll be left to be seen a little. Let's see how these next two games play out. And just like on top of that, guys are understanding that this is a time for them to experiment and try new things. So it's important to recognize that and not just make complete judgments on it because it is the preseason and these games don't count. So guys are doing things that they most likely often wouldn't do in the regular season. So from there, Najee... He's He's been solid. There's been games where he played better. There's been games where he didn't play as well. I thought in Sunday's game, he played pretty solid. However, in Friday night's game against the Bulls, he didn't play the best. Um, And I think there's some things left to be determined that you're looking for. That kind of is like about it in terms of the new guys. And Justin Holiday, um, he's been in the starting five. So I think his play has been up a little bit. Like his play has been elevated because of whom he's been playing with. Beyond that, though, he's not going to be their starting false small forward, so he's going to play a much more limited role. So when we take that into account, I think you can be excited to what he's going to bring to the table. He's not going to be a 20-point scorer or even probably 15-point scorer. I think 12 would be 
rather optimistic thinking. Um, I don't even know if that's necessarily realistic because I don't know if he'll get the ball in his hands to get 12 points a game. I'm not saying he can't because he has. He's a veteran. He's put up 12 points a game in seasons of his in the past, but he's not playing in a starting five role and his bench role is going to be limited. And by the looks of it, Julian Strother is going to be the main focal point for offense on that second unit. So we'll see what his role is. It might just be catch and shoot threes and defending a good wing player on that second unit. So to break down kind of where the rotation stands as of right now, obviously Jamal Murray, starting point guard, KCP, starting shooting guard. Assuming Michael Porter Jr. can play, on October 24th, opening night, he will be the starting small forward. Aaron Gordon will be the starting power forward. And Nikola Jokic will be the starting center. I do believe Christian Braun will be the sixth, sixth man. He'll be the first guy off the bench this season. He was in the rotation last season. He's proven himself, so he's going to have that spot. Not to say at the end of the season that someone like Julian Strother or Peyton Watson can't take that sixth spot. But as of right now, that's probably Christian Braun's. From there, it's a little bit left unknown. But if I had to guess... I would say that Justin Holiday is probably that seventh rotation spot. Again, he's a veteran. He's been in the league. He knows how to play. He's not a rookie. So I think they're going to trust that experience there. So I'm going to go, he's a seventh spot. And the eighth spot, I think that's really a toss-up. Eight and nine are toss-ups. I'm going to go, those two spots are probably some combination of Reggie Jackson and Julian Strother. The upside there, Julian Strother has way more upside than Reggie Jackson. This is not to speak poorly on Reggie Jackson. He's a good NBA player, but... He's 34, and Julian Strother is much younger. He's a decade younger. And what we've seen in the preseason, Reggie Jackson doesn't do. So Julian Strother has a lot of potential for that second unit because I think he can really lead the offense for that second unit. So right now, if I had to guess, I would probably pencil Julian Strother in as your eighth man, so the eighth guy in that rotation, and then Reggie Jackson as ninth. So that second unit would look like Reggie Jackson at point guard, Christian Braun at shooting guard, Julian Strother at like small forward slash wing position, Justin Holiday at the other wing position potentially. And then there's guys like Najee, Peyton Watson, who I think will probably fill out one of the last two spots. They do lack a little size there, especially if they do go with Peyton Watson and not Najee or even DeAndre Jordan there in that second unit for like center slash big man. But I do think there is some upside to playing a lineup with one point guard, Reggie Jackson, a guard slash forward slash wing and Christian Braun, and then three wing players in Justin Holiday, Julian Strother, and Peyton Watson. And Peyton Watson can play bigger than he is. And Julian Strother also is 6'7", but has got a bigger wingspan that I believe is 6'9". So they have long players, but when you match up against, I don't know, like a Draymond Green type size player or even just taller, I think weight and just height might become slight of a problem there in terms of that like five position. So I'm curious if they do go with that rotation for the second unit being Reggie Jackson, Justin Holiday, Christian Braun. Julian Strother and Peyton Watson or Najee or DeAndre Jordan or maybe it's Hunter Tyson. So I think that's a bit left to be determined. But as of right now, those are the four guys I would probably say. And maybe Peyton Watson is in there. I don't know. I'm not the coach. But in terms of just pure play and factoring in last season and like 
also factoring in that they re-signed Reggie Jackson and they signed Justin Holiday, I imagine that those two guys will crack the second rotation at the start of the season. They might not have spots at the end, but I assume at the start of the season, they will crack their second rotation. The Nuggets didn't sign those guys to not play them. So there's that. So at minimum, I'm going to go Christian Braun, Reggie Jackson, and Justin Holiday are for sure three of the five. And I'd be shocked if Julian Strother wasn't one of the other two spots considering how well he's played. I'd go and argue that Julian Strother has the potential to be one of the more impact now rookies in this year's draft. Obviously, you got guys like Victor Webanyama and Scoot Henderson and a few others. And even let's not forget about Chet Holgram, who's going to be a rookie because he was drafted in 2022, but he broke his foot. So he's out all of last year. So there's a lot of really good rookies. But in terms of like the role that each guy is going to play, obviously, Victor Webanyama, Scoot Henderson and Chet Holgram most likely are all going to start. So their role is going to be a lot bigger than Julian Strother. But for pure impact right now, like Julian Strother, I think, should be just below those three guys in terms of the impact that he can bring to the team. So in terms of outlook and looking forward for these for the game tonight and the game on Thursday and then the following Tuesday, I think number one, number one priority, Michael Porter and Christian Braun got to get healthy, whether it's for game one, which ideally it is, or it's for the rest of the season. Their health is ultra important, and the Nuggets are going to need to be healthy for a good chance to repeat because they need that group of six guys at least. From there, I think these next two preseason games are going to determine a lot of where Julian Strother will fall in the rotation, along with Hunter Tyson, Jalen Pickett, Peyton Watson, Reggie Jackson, Justin Holiday. Najee, DeAndre Jordan, and I think a lot of that will be determined in these next two games. I do believe there is a report that Michael Malone is joining the staff tonight and he will be back as head coach, which is awesome to see. The Nuggets will 100% welcome Michael Malone back, one of the NBA's premier head coaches. And the Nuggets admitted them some admitted it themselves. Even Nikola Jokic said it the following. They recognize the season's a week away. And their condition, he put out an A minus. He said being away from the game for three to four months, it takes some time to get back. And he's absolutely correct. But Nuggets will get back. And hopefully these next two games, the starters play some solid minutes and maybe they approach the 30 number. That's more like what they're going to play in the season, if not more during the regular season and get their legs under him. I have a feeling they might rest some guys in one of the next two games to prepare for the season. But it's really exciting. And that's kind of like a bit of a recap about the players. And then just the games. Uh, The games, I mean, less focusing on wins and losses and more just like like I said about the players and the results of how the team performed. I thought the team played well. Obviously, they're 2-1, but records are relevant in the preseason. But I thought they've run good sets. The only negative thing I really have to say, I guess, is they've been a bit slow on rotations on the defensive end, whether it's been the first or second unit or even third unit out there I think the rotations could use a little bit of work granted Ross communication I think all of that will improve as the season nears and the season starts and they just get some real meaningful games under them and I'm not too worried about it rotations will get better as the season goes along Nuggets have proven us that they can play as one cohesive unit and a lot of that's Michael Porter and he's one of their anchors for that team so yeah, the defense is going to get better. They're missing one of their key players with Christian Braun. So there's a lot to look for. Not really 
too many negatives. I think that's about the only negative that comes to mind for me. And then positives. I mean, there's plenty and they're tremendous, but most importantly, the Nuggets are aiming for a second straight NBA championship. That's awesome. And as fans, we can appreciate it. And they know the work that it will take to do that. But even their GM today, Calvin Booth, uh, there was an article released in The Ringer, and he had talked about how they want to build this team to have an opportunity to win three or four championships like the Golden State Warriors. So that mindset's absolutely correct. So for all fans and listeners out there, that's awesome. That's exactly what we want to hear. We are not looking to just win one. We're looking to win multiple. So that's today's episode. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Episode five is going to be coming out shortly. It should be next Sunday. I know I normally release episodes every Tuesday, but I will have one on Sunday for a recap of games four and five. And then I will have another episode dropping next Tuesday that you will not want to miss because it's going to preview opening night expectations that we can have and a fun little surprise. So stay tuned, subscribe if you have not already. And for those who might not know, I'm doing a giveaway. If you are one of the first 500 subscribers to my podcast and follow the tiktok you will have an opportunity to win a free nikola Jokic jersey so all you have to do is subscribe and follow the tiktok i will ship on my dime if you win you will tell me your size and i'll purchase the exact size and ship it so it's really simple straightforward and i really look forward to giving it away and interacting with you guys so take care have a wonderful day